0: Hello and welcome to the Bulletin with UBS on Monocle 24. Each week the sharpest minds and freshest thinkers in finance take you beyond the numbers and hype, right to the heart of the big issues of the day. Today we're exploring private equity opportunities in the digital era with the help of a new report from UBS Global Wealth Management. The life cycle of digital data offers opportunities for private equity investors along the value chain. Applications and services that help to create, store, secure and analyse rapidly growing amounts of data will be beneficiaries in the digital era. Two of the authors of the report are with us this week to unpack those digital trends that will shape the next decade and beyond, and to explain how these trends shape and inform opportunities for investors in the here and now, as well as in the years to come. We start with Sandeep Gantori, technology analyst in the UBS Global Wealth Management CIO in Singapore. Sandeep, welcome back to the programme. First up, what are some of the key digital trends in the next decade as you see it?
1: COVID-19 has accelerated many digital trends and we clearly see strong growth trends across many areas in technology over the coming decade. We expect more than two billion internet users will be added in the coming decade as most business models move online. Uh, with global internet penetration almost crossing 80% by end of this decade. As a result, data will grow at an exponential pace with annual data generated expected to grow by more than 10 times between 2020 to 2030. Now to put that into context, the amount of data that will be generated in the year 2030 needs 563 iPhones per individual to store. This means more monetization opportunities and technologies like 5G which offer real-time data access with limited latency that can really reshape many business models. One such emerging business trend is digital subscriptions where both consumers and also enterprises are gradually moving away towards recurring payment models that offer better and also faster online services. We believe penetration of digital subscription will increase significantly in the coming decade. So there are a lot of exciting themes to consider within the broader technology space over the coming decade.
0: And Sandeep, how are these digital trends getting translated into real world opportunities?
1: We see multi-billion dollar opportunities from accelerating digital trends. And let me highlight four areas where I'm personally the most excited about. First, digital subscription business model, as I said earlier, it's still in the early days and we expect the addressable market to jump from $650 billion in 2020 to $1.5 trillion in 2025, or an average growth of 18% per annum. The second exciting opportunity is 5G, where we expect annual 5G capex spending should jump from $16 billion in 2020 to $150 billion in 2025, or almost nine times growth, and Asia is clearly the key growth driver behind the strong growth. The third area is AI, where technologies like machine learning and natural language processing are increasingly adopted and we expect AI industry revenues to grow from $18 billion in 2020 to $45 billion in 2025 or almost 20% average annual growth. Finally, FinTech adoption is picking up and the rising trend of contactless payments during the pandemic is a clear positive. We expect global fintech revenues to grow from 225 billion US dollars in 2020 to 750 billion in 2030 which means fintech's average annual growth rate will be three times faster than the broader financial sector's revenue growth.
0: Sandeep Gantori, I wonder beyond the long-term trends you've been touching upon, what are near-term opportunities for investors within technology? What do those look like? Globally,
1: tech stocks are up by around 10% in the first six months of 2021, so that's a pretty decent start. And we see two overarching themes in the second half of 2021, which includes a recovery in enterprise IT spending and also accelerating 5G adoption. Now, due to a combination of a global rebound in corporate profitability and also pent-up demand, enterprise IT spending is set to recover with accelerating shift towards cloud software. These are clear positive for our digital subscription theme where we like a lot of SaaS or Software-as-a-Service business models. Meanwhile, with ongoing reopening trends, 5G rollouts globally should gather momentum, which should benefit both the enablers and also the platform companies. Stronger seasonal bills is a clear near-term catalyst for the enablers or the sublation companies, whereas faster-than-expected monetization potential in key segments like video and also other apps is a clear catalyst for the 5G platform beneficiaries. Overall, we see mid to high teen earnings average growth for both the 5G and also the digital subscription teams, with additionally strong near-term
0: catalysts
1: in the 2nd of 2021.
0: Sandeep Gantori, thank you. Good as ever to catch up with you. Next up, let's bring in Karim Sheriff, strategist in the UBS Global Wealth Management CIO. Karim, it's good to speak to you once again also. Can I start by asking, well, fundamentally, why consider private equity in the context of tech investing?
2: There are plenty of advantages to consider private equity for tech-focused investors. The first one is that the universe of investment is much larger. Public markets capture only 2% of the overall universe of tech companies. Uh, The large majority remains in the private space and is only available to investors through direct equity investments or private funds. The second advantage is that compared to public markets, private equity tech investments are less concentrated on a few companies and are more differentiated in terms of sector or technology exposure. Enterprise software and IT services, for instance, which are key areas of growth currently, are more represented in the private space than in the public space. And lastly, private equity funds, because of their access to tech firms at various stages of their life cycle, are exposed much earlier than public markets to promising technology segments. If you think about venture capital or growth capital, these types of funding are critical to technological innovation and getting early access to to the next Apple or Amazon has
0: historically provided investors with very attractive returns. So Karim, how have private equity investments in tech evolved over recent years? With tech
2: transforming businesses across industries, private equity exposure to the tech sector has has been growing. Uh, traditionally, tech companies were, were more the playground of venture capital and growth equity firms, but we have seen exposure to the sector increase across strategies. For instance, tech as a proportion of overall buyout deals is above 20%, and this trend will likely continue, potentially even accelerate, as a result of the pandemic and the faster rate of adoption of technology um, across industries. Um, and this has also led to a growing amount of managers, particularly in the US, launching dedicated tech funds. And they are now capturing a non negligible uh, amount of market share in terms of total private equity fundraising
0: activity and fund count. Karim, this thought strikes me and I wanted to ask you whether tech investments require a different playbook almost.
2: To some extent, they do. Tech companies are somewhat different than non-tech companies. They're often very light in terms of assets. The the priority is often on scaling the business as opposed to achieving profitability right away. And growth prospects can be fairly persistent over time. So GPs very much focus on helping companies unlock their top-line growth potential as opposed to relying on traditional methods uh, seeking to optimize costs or, or financial engineering. We also know the willingness of, of GPs to engage at a much earlier stage in the life cycle of a tech firm,
0: compared to other sectors. So Karim Sheriff, given that context, what are the current areas of focus then for managers? A lot of the opportunities we see private
2: market investors targeting are very much aligned with many of the comments that Sandeep has made on digitization trends, especially around enterprise software, fintech, 5G, artificial intelligence, cybersecurity. Especially enterprise software and digital subscription models are a key focus for GPs given their scalability, their recurring revenues, and their widespread applicability across sectors. Cybersecurity is, is another area where we see a lot of activity, especially in cloud software, IoT security and DevOps security. And uh, digital infrastructures such as 5G, fiber, data centers are also a big topic, especially for private equity uh, infrastructure funds.
0: And perhaps finally, Karim Sheriff, maybe talk to us a little about those areas of risk that investors nevertheless need to pay attention to.
2: Before making any investment into private assets, we we always recommend uh, investors to to have a good understanding of their investment time horizon and their tolerance for liquidity and and a good overview of what's their current and future cash flows to, to avoid any unwanted outcome. The the inherently higher uh, fund return dispersion of the asset class also requires a a strong focus on on manager selection. But maybe more specific to tech funds, we we would mention style drift or or the risk of a fund deviating from its investment style uh, and expertise as an additional risk that investors should pay close attention to.
0: Karim Sheriff. And that brings us to the end of this edition of The Bulletin with UBS, setting the agenda in the fast-moving world of finance each week here on Monocle 24. You can listen again and find out more at monocle.com or catch up via your preferred podcast platform. The Bulletin with UBS on Monocle 24.